Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, Turn the Ship Around. A true story of turning followers into leaders. It tells the story of how L. David Marquet rekindled its cruise morale and changed the worst-performing Santa Fe for the better by adopting an unconventional but extremely successful management model whilst delegating power to his subordinates. How long will it take for a submarine at the bottom of the ranking to become the best in its fleet? A couple of years, right? Well, incredibly L. David Marquet spent only less than a year to achieve this magnificent and outstanding feat. Santa Fe is the submarine at the core of this story. Before Marquet took command, she ranked bottom in the whole of the U.S. Navy's nuclear attack submarine fleet. For a significant period of time, its negative reputation preceded her and was known instead for her sloppy and unprofessional crewmen. Worse yet, during its prospective commanding officer training, Santa Fe was used as an example of how not to manage a crew, an antithesis of what the commander strived for, with the Santa Fe really a lost cause. This was what Marquet had to precisely deal with. Prior to this assignment, Marquet had worked on the USS Sunfish and was a junior officer at the time. One day, during their usual training cycle, he spotted a large merchant vessel but was unable to tell its precise location unless the submarine could track the merchant vessel using its active sonar technology. However, the crew had not received any authorization to use its active sonar technology. As Marquet fretted over this important matter, his captain appeared next to him and said, Why don't you just say, Captain, I intend to go active on sonar for training. That was the first time Marquet had ever called the shots. His captain left him in charge of employing the active sonar, and this opportunity kindled his passion for his work. That experience also taught him significantly about leadership, particularly the leader-leader management style specifically involving decentralization of power and its empowerment of crew members. After taking over Santa Fe and becoming the commander of this black sheep, Marquet resorted to a new management model befitting her situation and turned things around within just a few months. Santa Fe further earned merits for her combat effectiveness and exceptional crew. Since then, Marquet's approach has garnered and achieved attention from the masses. He recounted his experience as the commander of Santa Fe in this book, which quickly became popular and a huge hit amongst readers. The author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey, even discussed Marquet's work and leadership style in his bestseller The Eighth Habit. It begs the question, just how extraordinary Marquet's approach is? Now, let's split turn the ship around into three parts, dissecting the inner workings of Marquet's management model. Part 1 – Adopting Leader-Leader Management System to Boost Work Efficiency Part 2 – Cultivating the Crew Member's Work Ability and Deliberateness Part 3 – Making Continuous Improvements in Practice Part 1 – Adopting Leader-Leader Management System to Boost Work Efficiency Once Marquet received the order to take command of Santa Fe, he headed over to examine what the situation was actually like, and also to prepare himself properly for the task. His heart was weighed with worry and curiosity as he boarded the submarine. When he entered the vessel through the narrow hatch, the first things he noticed was the filthy deck and lethargic, lazy crew. Marquet greeted everyone cheerfully, but most of them murmured or simply muttered responses. Many were looking down at their feet and avoiding direct eye contact with their commander. 
While Marquet wandered into the submarine, he asked the crewman questions about the gauges, the dials, and other equipment. He even interviewed chiefs and officers about its crew members. During their brief conversations, Marquet realized that there were serious issues in the way Santa Fe was run. The execution of every task should be reported via the relevant levels of officers on board and eventually to the commander, a chain of command. Hence, their existing management system resulted in low work efficiency and low morale. One particular incident clearly reflected this problem. One day, as Marquet strolled on the deck, he noticed that one of the junior sailors was looking rather miserable. Marquet walked over and asked the young man what was going on with and if he was okay. The sailor confessed that he had submitted a leave request for Christmas weeks ago. However, it had yet to be approved. Due to that, he might not be able to spend the holiday with his family, and apparently upset the member of staff. According to this particular rule, it is the executive officer who is required to receive the request approved in the end, meaning, within the specific chain of command, it must travel through hands and the decisions of seven people. It would have to be viewed six times in front of different people before it even reaches the level of an executive officer. Upon learning the situation at Santa Fe, Marquet officially took command of the submarine. That very afternoon, he called the chiefs over. These men were all in the middle management positions. Marquet told them that he had planned to decentralize his command, granting the chiefs power to make decisions. In the meantime, the chiefs had to be directly responsible for the performance of their respective departments. They were no longer allowed to sit back, letting department heads or officers take entire responsibilities for explanation, whenever things went wrong. However, naturally of course it wouldn't be easy to simply turn the originally sloppy officers into responsible, professional and practical crew members. Marquet needed to find a concrete mechanism and tactic. He asked them, what can we do so that you actually run the ship? The first thing they wanted was being in charge of their own crew. Basically, they wanted to be the only people who had a final say in whether or not a leave request could be approved. To do that, they needed authority to plan the watch bill, which is a shift schedule for enlisted personnel aboard a naval vessel. But to be in charge of the watch bill, they would have to be in charge of the qualification process first. In other words, the responsibility of managing leave is built upon many other responsibilities. By making a change in one of them, Marquet could simply create a chain reaction and grant the chiefs more power. It was easy for Marquet to make the change. All he needed to do was to take the executive officer's name out of the leave approval process and put the chief's names in its place. However, he was worried that officers may grant more leave requests than necessary, simply because they wanted to be seen as nice people. Marquet directly expressed his concerns, with the officers offering a simple solution, they would be responsible for the performance and all the relevant issues of their division. Hence, Marquet agreed, and with a one-word administrative change, the chiefs began to take charge of their crew. But subverting the leader-follower approach, originally deeply ingrained in the crew, required of course strenuous and a significant level of effort. Marquet had learned that the hard way. He once conducted a tactical inspection on the submarine. Here is what they had to do, the engineer would shut down the reactor with a stimulated fault, and the engineering department would have to identify the problem and restart the reactor. An idea suddenly came to Marquet. He wanted to make the drill more challenging, so he told the officer of the deck to just increase the speed of the electric propulsion motor, 
from a head one-third to a head two-thirds. In that way, the rate of battery discharge would increase, and the troubleshooters would be pressured and required to work faster and more efficiently. The officer of the deck gave the order, but the helmsman did not move. He squirmed in his chair for a moment, before telling Marquet that there was no ahead two-thirds on the electric propulsion motor. Santa Fe was a Los Angeles-class submarine, quite unlike the ones Marquet had worked on. To make matters worse, the officer of the deck was used to just following orders instead of actively taking responsibility of their actions, resulting in this embarrassing scenario. This incident reminded Marquet that he must encourage his subordinates to voice their opinions instead of directly giving orders. Only then could they call their own shots and make effective decisions. Of course, that was yet another difficult task on its own. Santa Fe once had a drill, during which the crew had to locate the enemy and sink it. Just as the submarine was about to open fire, Marquet received an order to raise the radio antenna. It appeared to be a test from his superior, Commodore Mark Kenny, who wondered how the crew would react to an unexpected situation. If they followed the order, the radio antenna would stick out of the water, exposing the ship's location. If they refused to do so, they would have disobeyed the Commodore. Although Marquet was furious and wanted nothing than to bark the order immediately, he refrained from doing so. Instead, he urged everyone in the control room to discuss and come up with an appropriate solution, which they did. They decided to proceed with the attack, successfully completing their mission. Throughout their discussion, Marquet had resisted the urge to offer his opinion and let his subordinates take the reins. In that critical moment, they did not need their commander to tell them what to do, instead they take up leadership and responsibility themselves, resolving the problem successfully. That being said, to truly delegate authority, leaders don't necessarily need to stay silent and sit back all the time. A good leader ought to check on the subordinates, and the tasks in progress, to give pointers when needed and improve work efficiency. Marquet found this out during his first few weeks on Santa Fe, when they were preparing the ship for sailing. One of the key preparations involved the nautical charts. The charts are essentially maps that the submarines follow to avoid obstacles across the ocean. Two days before Santa Fe set sail, the crew finished the charts. However, they were, as Marquet puts it in the book, perfect, but irrelevant. It was because the quartermasters who prepared the charts had no idea which path Santa Fe would take to reach their destination. Besides, the nautical charts were drawn by several different people, with different colors for labels and different chart legends. All in all it was incredibly confusing. Hence, Marquet gathered all the quartermasters and pointed out the issues on those charts. He demanded consistency, especially in terms of the contour lines and colored markers. Together, the group created a standard scheme for everything. For example, the area of water where Santa Fe owned was marked in blue, the yellow zones belonged to other submarines and would have to be avoided at all times, the green areas represented shared water, where Santa Fe had to remain at a specific depth. With this scheme, the charts made much more sense and overall, were much more accurate and effective. Since then, Marquet learned that a leader ought to spend time guiding the subordinates and stating the goals of their tasks if they were to become sidetracked. Having these brief, early conversations worked wonders for work efficiency. That is all for part 1. In this section, we learned how Marquet changed the way Santa Fe was run. 
First, he delegated power to the chiefs and encouraged them to voice their opinions and take responsibilities to make their own decisions. In the meantime, he took time to inspect their work carefully and to conduct early, effective interventions if errors were spotted. These changes significantly improved the situation on Santa Fe. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.